thank you for listening to this programme from the Forever Manchester Radio and Podcast Network. Forever Manchester is a charity that raises money to fund and support community activity across Greater Manchester. Check out forevermanchester.com to find out more. Have you ever heard things go bump in the night? Being frightened by ghostly goings on? You're not alone. There are 41 haunted buildings in and around Manchester city centre. Steve Meera, our paranormal expert, says there's a wealth of ghostly activity around the city. Manchester is certainly no stranger to the paranormal phenomena. I've been involved in a number of investigations in Manchester, some corporate, some residential. Um, the largest investigation we've ever conducted with 36 investigators was, was a large building in Deansgate, Manchester, which uh, took us over six months to investigate. And they were having numerous paranormal disturbances, which was a problem for people working at the place. We are shoppers on Market Street. If they believe in ghosts... I do. Um, depends on what type, though. Why are the different to what I believe, yes, um, you get some that are good and you get some that are bad. Yes, I do believe in ghosts. I do not believe in them at all, no, because it's all part of a fragment of the imagination. One of my aunties, she was possessed as well, so I've had a, I've had a good experience with them. I had an experience when I was about six years old at my grandmother's house. And I wish I'd have known what I was looking at, because I would take more notice. He actually did a video of a cup moving across the table. <laughs> yeah. And what did he do about that? Moved out. <laughs> That's what he did. People are suspicious about things like that. I'm annoyed that they haven't, you know, scientifically proved it yet. At the Shakespeare Hotel on Fountain Street, they are no strangers to ghosts. Tom the landlord takes up the story. The history of the Shakespeare pub and the haunting of it, so to speak, is um, around 300 years ago, before the front of the pub, as you know, it was moved here, apparently there was a chef and a young girl that used to work here, and apparently the chef raped the girl, killed her, and then hung himself in what is now my bedroom. And apparently the, the bloke and the girl that is apparently roaming around here are those two. A couple of years ago, I was seeing a man walking past the bottom of the stairs and come behind the bar. And then I realised he'd not actually walked, his arms and legs weren't moving, he'd sort of glided. Went to the kitchen and made myself a cup of tea. Went back to some room to watch Match of the Day. Uh, when it finished, it was about an hour and a half long. Put my tea cup back in the kitchen and went to bed. My uh, fiance came home at five o'clock in the morning and there was smoke billowing throughout the apartment and went in the kitchen and all four Hobbs and the stove had been turned on full and there was a plastic bag on top of the uh, 
hub. So that's the story. But ghosts are only part of the story, as Steve explains. Paranormal consists of many things. It consists of the hauntings, poltergeist infestations, missing time, apparitions and time slips. The paranormal is generally anything that we cannot identify or rationalise, something unusual, beyond the norm. People often contact Steve to help overcome their fears of the paranormal. I've had many a phone call, um, some three or four in the, in, o'clock in the morning, uh, people screaming down the phone, you know, please help me, uh, can you come out? Um, we're locked in the bedroom. Well, they're not locked in, they barricaded themselves in the bedroom uh, because they're so fearful of something that they've experienced that night. Um, dealing with people is hard. Dealing with the paranormal is easy. Jackie has had occasion to call Steve during a paranormal crisis at her home. I've calmed down a lot because I'm, I'm getting the reassurances and, and obviously I've been informed, don't let the fear overtake you because otherwise that's what they feed off. Jackie describes her experiences. On numerous occasions we've heard quite a lot of knocking. We've seen shadows. We've, I've actually seen a light anomaly in the living room, which was of a lime green colour. 6th of December 2010, 2.30am, someone was squeezing my hand in bed. I squeezed and they squeezed back. The 22nd of December, on the Wednesday afternoon, Leah heard tapping on the bathroom wall. On the Monday morning, the 27th of December, at 1.35am, two bangs on the stairs as if someone had fell up the stairs. The 9th of January on the Sunday night, approximately 10.30, came out of the computer room and shut Mike's bedroom door. At 11.15, went into the bathroom. Mike's bedroom door was wide open. I've been involved in it almost 30 years now, um, but I try and help people. That's my general purpose, is to try and assist people which are having disturbances and finding it difficult to deal with. Asking those witnesses to keep a diary of events in case there are any periodic things that take place which could point to something paranormal or rational. The most unusual case I've ever been involved in was a poltergeist infestation. Now I've spent 30 years in this subject and only come across three cases in 30 years. That's how rare poltergeist you know, infestations are. Um, we're certainly led to believe the more um, regular occurrences, but they're not. We heard radios switch on when they weren't plugged in batteries would fly across the room. So, has Steve ever been scared by something he can't rationalise? Poltergeist phenomenon feeds on fear and invexation in that environment and the stresses that they cause. Um, I was punched in the back um, that, that night by something I could not see. Um, I couldn't protect myself against it. It's important to investigate all paranormal phenomena, certainly for me, very thoroughly, because we do find a lot of rational explanations. About 60% of our cases are rationalised. This is for real here now where we are. Ghosts just don't exist. If they do exist, it's in people's heads. That's how I feel.
Manchester, one of the most influential and recognisable cities in the world. A city whose musical history has given the world such bands as the Stone Roses, the Smiths, Oasis, the Hollies, Simply Red, Take That and Joy Division. A footballing city which is home to the world's most recognisable club and the richest. Manchester is a city full of great minds whose inventions have gone on to change the modern world. The first library in the English-speaking world was in Manchester. The world's first test-tube baby was conceived and born in Manchester. The world's first passenger railway station was built in Manchester. The world's first computer was invented in Manchester. Where Manchester leads, the world follows. But part of this amazing city is overlooked. The base of the pyramid, which if taken away, would change everything. The grassroots. But who looks after the grassroots? The answer is Forever Manchester. For more details or to make a donation, visit forevermanchester.com. Forever caring, forever supportive, Forever Manchester. Thank you for listening to this programme from the Forever Manchester Radio and Podcast Network. Forever Manchester is a charity that raises money to fund and support community activity across Greater Manchester. Check out forevermanchester.com to find out more.